This is Off the Break Podcast, presented by Silver Screen Insider. It's time. Off the Break Podcast, your podcast dedicated to current movie theater news, operations, and insights from the people that book the movies. I'm Cody, signing off on my last podcast for 2020. With me are Kyle and Ken. Hello, everyone. It's finally over. This year <laughs> is finally over. We're literally on the last day of 2020 in our new podcast studio, not yet completed, but just glad this year is almost over. Yeah, we haven't got any of the mirror tabletops or the disco ball in yet, but no. we're getting close. <laughs> Strobe lights for visual effects are not in yet, but that's okay. There's going to be so many neon lights. Oh, and we need and the DJ. And they're going to flash everywhere. We need the DJ booth, guys. The DJ booth, who's unsta, also unsta, the unsta, co-host. Unsta, 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 yeah. Unsta. Chime in every once in a while with yeah. a movie review. Yeah. It's all going to come together. You guys yeah. will be amazed by how this podcast is going to turn out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He'll have the buttons to hit the air horns. Instead of instead of me doing it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, please, please, Cody, don't do that anymore. <laughs> that I'm, can be your New Year's resolution. I'm the air horn guy. You are. I'm the, the air horn okay, guy. Kyle. <laughs> you got it. Sorry. Oh well, I was just going over the numbers for 2020. This is the l- lowest domestic grossing year for films since 1981. Unadjusted. <laughs> wow. Adjusted. It's the lowest grossing year for films ever. <laughs> yeah gee i couldn't possibly think of why weird just i mean just, it's hard to gross movies when you, just gross films when you don't though. have any movies I mean, it's just it's just wild though to think that yeah. that we're living in that time it's nuts <laughs> in our whole lives and our parents lives this has never happened to this industry back when gas was 68 cents a gallon <laughs> i remember the when, good old days i remember when it was um like a dollar a gallon and i was like oh my gosh that's so expensive. So so crazy. <laughs> so crazy. So crazy. Dollar fifty. <laughs> then and then when it went over two dollars, I was like, "This is insanity." Oof. What am I paying? Tell for? me about it's it. The same gas. <laughs> Get off my lawn. Yeah. Cost me five extra extra dollars to fill up this tank. Old man yelling Stealing. at clouds. Stealing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I just keep seeing all the headlines of being like, "This was the lowest." Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, yeah, yeah. COVID, like, it makes sense. Back when I could get five peppermint sticks for a nickel. <laughs> Old man Cody over there. <laughs> Showing our ages. This, no, this year. <laughs> Back before they had seatbelts and bitter. cars. They were so much more fun. No, this year has made me a bitter old man. I just, I think everybody's a bitter old man after this year. I don't blame, me. I don't blame everyone. I get it. It, it was the worst. It was it literally was the worst the year. The worst year. And. For our family, it started very much before the pandemic. In the fifth day of January of 2020, we had mm. a f- um, an accident happen to a member of our family again. <laughs> and uh, I think it set the tone for the whole year. <laughs> Way to go, us. Ken. Yeah. And then Eric left and screwed up the movie yeah. industry. And then Eric left, and then we went into COVID. I mean, it was just... <laughs> it really was like only a week later or something. It felt like that. It was. Like as soon as he left, everything his, just crumbled. His last day was Valentine's Day. And then within mm, a month, yeah, everything yeah. was go- just gone. <laughs> <sighs> I blame Eric now. I think we all do. Yeah. he's not. I mean, he's not on here anymore. We can just say that. You hear that, Eric? Yeah. <laughs> But, we, but but we miss you a lot. We do. You can come back. It's you can fine. come back. <laughs> but you have to be a fourth now. We can't. You're yeah. not replacing Ken. Oh no! You could definitely come back. I could just 
take a nap in my office while we do this while you guys <laughs> get excited and i could just come in and just have a hot take and he, leave he will be yeah. the dj yeah you can be the dj dj eric <laughs> <laughs> on the road again <laughs> that's what the kids listen to right <laughs> So yeah, it has been looking back on 2020. I mean, man, it was such a blur of just uncertainty and stress and anxiety and, and then poop flying from the sky. Yeah. And yet a painful slog at the same time, yeah. like somehow it was so slow. I know, you just you were just stuck in that limbo for so long of oh, yeah. what's going to happen next. What what are they going to move? What are they going to not you know, so not many have Harry on the Potter schedule. bookings. Oh my gosh! And then the deluge of bookings: Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings and um, Back to the Futures, Jurassic Parks, like five hundred Jurassic Park bookings <laughs> later. I'm, I think I'm all booked up on that. I mean, only a few months ago when we saw that Jurassic Park was working, we were like, "Hooray! Keep playing it; it's working." And then what? Two months later, you're like, "I'm over this." The roller coaster of emotions where you're just so, oh, yeah. so excited for like a three hundred dollar gross was just, oh my gosh, we're going to make it. <laughs> no, you're never going to make it on that. No, just the excitement we had to start the year uh, 1917 and Just Mercy did were good openings and then we had Bad Boys. I was going to say, oh, remember Bad Boys yeah. for Life? And then we're like, whoa, you know, we can get The a number good one title movie and... of 2020 is Bad Boys for Life. Oh my gosh. <laughs> can With you me. imagine if somebody called that at the beginning of the year, what yeah. the bet would have been? On January 1st. No. I think, Ken, you did call that. You were like, this is the greatest <laughs> I movie. I may have yeah. called that. But we had Fast and Furious. We had Jurassic right. World 3. I don't We had James Bond. So many Marvel movies. Pro yeah. yeah, probably a whole ton of Marvel movies. <laughs> we had Marvel. And Martin Lawrence takes it home. Yeah. <laughs> like he always does. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and we had Sonic. I mean, we had, we were starting to build that early part of the year was building. I yeah. completely uh, forgot about Sonic. Onward was there, ready to start the yep. process of the summer movies that first weekend of March. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like it was just going to, I mean, for, for what 2020 was supposed to be, it was going to be a right. down year regardless. But we were building. It, but we, it was we were, building and yeah. grosses were Steady. great across the board. Yeah comparatively to what we had i mean we had dumbo the year before that was a bomb for everywhere but we had right. onward in its place right and then we had mulan and then oh what happened what <laughs> happened the what ifs all because of those delicious delicious bats yeah. <laughs> i know the rats of the sky <laughs> that's what that's what that is what they are most known yeah. as they're called filet mignon of the sky cody okay apparently because <laughs> they're so delicious no oh so yeah, here we are. It's been kind of a crazy year. We tried to keep up with it all, podcasting through quarantining with our masks, in our little bubbles, working from home. It, I mean, everybody was going through the same stuff, but it was just trying to maintain some normalcy through it all. It was Trying not to drink before lunch. I mean, oh, I, that, <laughs> that gave, we gave up on that a long time ago. At least ago. the podcast was like our, the most normal thing that we had throughout the week. And it was also our yeah. most therapeutic. I'm sure people have heard us, you know, at like our happiest points and like at our most depressed points. Just, I'm sure they could have heard the brain fog and all of us like, what do we talk about? What do we, yeah. how, what do we wrap our minds around this? Mm -hmm. Maybe Kyle and I brought our A game. It was mostly you. Every it, week. Yeah, well, <laughs> I was doing like a thousand bookings. Of Jurassic Parks. Yeah. 
my brain was just that's being why there fried. was a, that's why there was a, that stretch of couple of episodes where all she was saying was Jurassic Park no matter right. what it was a question or an answer or a statement fine. thank god fine, they, fine, fine. Yeah. Jurassic Park Jurassic Park <laughs> Jurassic Park Jurassic Park oh gosh it was like that. so bad <laughs> Goonies Jurassic, Jurassic Park Goonies <laughs> slip in a little Goonies oh. Goonies was our number one it across the board did the best for classic films for definitely. classic yeah. films in the pandemic apparently goonies was it for everybody yeah and whoever bet on that is now a millionaire oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah i wish i had some goonie stock or something because <laughs> yeah. that's a thing well yeah. probably it is now but <laughs> out there oh. somewhere so yeah um just thinking back on on our year and i'm glad we're finally here at the end for it. And I'm really looking forward to next year. There's some, there's some good stuff coming next year. Yeah, that we'll we'll get into. Seems um, like there's a light shining now. Yeah, it's a yeah. little bit out of order, but the best news we got was on Sunday night this last week. Right, um, President Trump signed the spending COVID relief bill, but it included the Save Our Screens slash slash Stages Act. And um, bring her a game, yeah, <laughs> guys. Jurassic it's been Park a long Goonies. year. Yeah. <laughs> Lately, I'm like Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman. Yeah, Wonder yeah. Woman. <laughs> what else is there? Wonder Woman. Um. And anyways, it passed. It got signed. So that legislation enables movie theater owners and operators to get some COVID relief grant money, not loan money, grant money, which a big difference. Um, to help offset expenses from the pandemic. So, um, and that's a, could be a lot of money. You can use up to 85 of your, 85% of your expenses can be put towards this grant money. So, um, they just need to prove that you had a 90% sustained loss to, I think anything over 25, but the 90 percenters, which is most everybody who -hmm. lost that much revenue, gets to um, apply first. Yeah, this is great news. Kyle, hit the air horn. You know what's even better about this news, guys? It is for just independent theaters. You can't have a circuit more than, I think, 10 theaters or something. You can't be in multiple states. You can't be international. This legislation was for the mom, pa, the homegrown, the local theater. It was not for Regal, Cinemark, or AMC. This is for you guys out there so i just i was pins and needles waiting for that legislation to get signed i was like please 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 no kidding i mean i we probably would have hoped that this could have happened months ago but at least it's here this this can be a good thing it's here and i really truly think that this will save quite a few theaters because there was no way they were going to make it in the next quarter given what product is coming out in Mm -hmm. the next two months yeah after having already endured what they endured they just they wouldn't have made it you just you couldn't have made any money in january or february with the product that's out there right now you yeah. just you got a bump at christmas and that was it yeah the information's on the website too and we'll keep updating yep. with where to go and nato has been really great and diligent with offering up slides and information on it and we'll try to pass along as much of that as we can to everybody so definitely check out the website for updates on that but um you're going to want to stay up to date because I think they're going to start opening up the application process here soon. And I think it's through the SBA, Small Business Administration. I think is where you're going to have to apply for this. So Good to know. Good to know. 
Yeah, we'll keep everybody updated on the logistics of that and um, the specifics. I think it's a little early to tell exactly what um, is in that, but we'll we'll go over it. A little bit of in cheese. In 2021. A little bit of cheese for your turd sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At the very end of the year. Yeah, nice, a nice aioli to put on top. <laughs> yes. So relief is coming, everybody. We will make it through. Whew, thank goodness. She has made a sound effect, folks. Crossing off our to do list for this. Never seen anybody cross anything off in longer form. (laughs) It's a giant pink wiggle line. (laughs) We're about to have cameras soon, so that way people can see this. I I will have to be much more careful now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've done one of the 10,000 required setups to getting on camera, so that's great. (laughs) We are. That's, again, coming in 2021. Our workout off videos. The, <laughs> off the break podcast live workout videos. Yeah, What yeah. everyone has been hoping for. Yeah. Kyle <laughs> put on his leg warmers and we'll be ready to go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know I pull those off. You need them here. It's cold. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> That's why I made sure I can pull them off. <laughs> so um, getting back into the podcast... We do have some upcoming release changes, just to make everyone aware of. Um, Judas and the Black Messiah moved to February 12th, 2021? Uh, it didn't have a release date. Like Warner Bros. Okay. was it went on promoting it, but they haven't um, made, it, made any clear indication about when it's going to be released until like a week ago. Um, so it, it's probably not going to be a title that can be played very wide. No, but... I think that's going to be extremely limited. Yeah. It will definitely be one of the universe, Warner Brothers titles that goes day and date. With it will be. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be on HBO Max on the same day. Um, and then Universal moved Boss Baby Family Business, the sequel to The Boss Baby, um, from March of 26, 2021 to September 17th. So I was kind of disappointed. I, I think we really need a good kids movie earlier in the year, but... With we, the way Tom they, and Jerry and Ray uh, yeah. are starting to clog up the oh. beginning of March, and yeah, so that could steal a little bit of their thunder. But September won't be bad. I th- I feel September's like this is a good spot for it. This next September will be pretty strong. As much as it pains me to admit it, I feel like Boss Baby would be uh, more playable than Tom and Jerry. I think it's way more playable than yeah. Tom and Jerry. So I I'm a little no. surprised that they were nervous. By I guess Raya makes Rhea. more sense, but. Tom and Jerry, I feel like that's going to be more of an HBO Max title than a theater title. I feel like Universal moved this after the Disney announced Rhea going day and date with streaming in theaters. So now that they know it'll be in theaters, they may be moved away. I think they know it's a cash cow, too. Yeah. So they're just biding their time. Sure. It's done. It could play next week, but they're, you know, putting it in September means that it can play anytime this summer Mm -hmm. if there is an opening. And then the Universal also moved the bad guys. They took it off the release schedule out of that September 17th date, and there's no new date. What a I, thoughtful title. I believe the that's bad a... guys. I think that's a DreamWorks animated movie, if I remember seeing the uh, synopsis for it on silverscreeninsider.com. Um, so I don't know what they're going to do with it yet. So they're prob- they're just replacing Boss Baby with whatever bad guys would have been. Yeah. I think, I think you know, next year we're still going to see a lot of movement on the release schedule. Oh, Nothing yeah. Definitely is set in stone. And there'll be a lot of shifting there. It's definitely not... It's not stopping because they know they have the power to do this now and make these big changes. Yeah. That they can pull something a week or two weeks ahead of time. If the 
the environment's not right. So we're going to see that more and more than we ever have seen is how we had never seen it before. Right. <laughs> we're getting used to it. New normal. Here we go. Then the big news, Christmas weekend, we got three new titles. We got Wonder Woman 1984. Kyle? Sorry. Exciting. News of the world. And Promising Young Women. And it was awesome. It was awesome to see such good grosses. Yes. I mean, Wonder Woman really sucked the... the um the juice out of everything though mm-hmm. i i it, think it was a ticket l- sink it yeah. took everything it did down it really than what it would have done it really sucked the market i i think um news of the world um did get good like reviews and they all got reasonable reviews yeah. there wasn't anything like oh my god i but can't I, believe they put this out but i think um news of the world got, <laughs> shocking got good word of mouth afterwards a lot of people just didn't realize that tom hanks had a western at christmas i i don't think universal advertised it enough or extensively and so um there's been some good word of mouth on it nobody was disappointed by it so i can see that one kind of staying in there a little longer maybe hopefully having some legs yeah so kyle was out of town for christmas and got to actually see wonder woman i did there was a theater open does that that make two films you saw in 2020 uh during in, the in, pandemic in a theater yeah. uh let's see tenet and no unhinged so three you saw three films okay yes who kyle i Show think you saw the most <laughs> we didn't leave town when, when so did the pandemic technically starts march 13th march. oh okay kyle wins you're like oh so close so close <laughs> yeah how many films this year, Ken, did you see in the theater? Since pandemic, one. <laughs> How many did you see the whole year, though? Before the, because you saw some before I saw the pandemic. Several this yeah. year, yeah, probably like five or seven. Five or seven, really? Yeah, yeah. I, I know mean, you saw Bad Boys. That's most people's average. Yeah. Well, that's not true. Did we see Sonic in the theater? No, we didn't. We didn't because we didn't hadn't taken the boys. What else did you see? That's a real shame. Good time. <laughs> Let's, yeah, let's, I did see Sonic, but not in the theater. Let's hash this out. We on gotta the hash air. it out now. Yeah, I was gonna, <laughs> what were your family plans back in February? <laughs> oh tell, tell me, guys. <laughs> I don't think you saw five or seven. I think you, your number is like three. You think it's three? Yeah. Okay. Heavens. I think you saw the drama thickens. <laughs> I don't even think it's three. Oh my god! Edit this out. <laughs> Do you want me to talk about Wonder Woman, Cody? Anything yeah, we else, will. Please. Okay, you figure it out, Ken. Kyle, what's what's up with Wonder Woman? What's up with Wonder Woman? Apparently, everyone thinks this movie's trash when it's it's not it's not that bad. I mean, it's definitely not on par with the first Wonder Woman movie because that one really came out of the gates, like being a really great surprise for everyone, mm-hmm. and it was really you know creative and well made, and it was nice to see you know a superhero like Wonder Woman finally get her moment. So you know there was just so much anticipation off of that movie for this next one to be great, right? So I wouldn't call uh, Wonder Woman 84 to be, you know, the equivalent of Wonder Woman, but I still found entertainment out of it, mostly because of uh, Gal Gadot and the return of Chris Pine's characters to just mm-hmm. have such great chemistry. And Patty Jenkins as the director still brought her A-game and she still got, you know, some pretty good action sequences. Not many that I loved as compared to the first movie, but still enough to where I was in- entertained for the most part. Um, there's definitely like some obvious flaws. Like I think... The plot of the movie kind of just gets a bit too muddled than it needs to, and the morals that the story was trying to tell kind of got lost in the weeds. 
with mm-hmm. the plot just being so muddled. But, um, you know, the villains were still cast pretty well. And despite them not being completely well-written, they were still entertained just thanks to the actors that played them. So I think people kind of overreact a bit too much about calling this movie terrible. It's not. Like, there's way worse movies than this one. But I was still pretty entertained for the most part, even despite seeing some obvious flaws in the movie. Was it so nice getting to go to the theater? Oh, yeah. Ugh. I was in a, I was in like one of those reclining chairs and had like leather seats and this, this, I was shaking in the seats of the sound right. and oh. uh, it was so nice. So nice. <laughs> People thought I was a crazy person because I was, you know, making one too many <laughs> noises, but you <laughs> yes, know, it's crazy. fine. <laughs> People are like, take it easy, dude. But, <laughs> but no, it, it was just good to be back in the theater as always. Cause now it's, it feels like it's a gift. Instead of, like, my usual, mm-hmm. you know, weekly thing. Like a treat. Oh, yeah. Oh and that's God. what it and that's what it should be anyway for yeah. most people. I'm one of the crazy ones that used to go every week. But for most people, it's supposed to be, like, a treat or a gift or, mm-hmm. you know, it, something to entertain themselves uh, when they're busy throughout the week. Right. Well, we're professionals and we do go see the movies in the theaters. All three of them? <laughs> I got Did we figure out that number? Yeah. What is it? I'm, no, no, no. I don't want to get into this again. It's four. Four. Okay. Well, four. Sold. Done. I, I want to move okay. on from this. Moving on. <laughs> I, mine is one, everybody. One. Tenant. What are you arguing about that? You I, know what? We Never have no mind. idea. I'm just so jealous. <laughs> Ken gets to do all the fun things. All mm-hmm. of the fun Stay things. Stay home with the children. I do hope that Wonder Woman, I'm going to move away from this now. <laughs> I do hope that Wonder Woman, like people don't, we don't see like more people like staying at home um to go only see it on hbo max i mean hopefully safely they can go to a theater and hopefully there's a theater nearby that's open but i hope that we don't see like a really big drop off between you know the word of mouth of people overreacting to quote unquote how bad this movie is and it being available on hbo max i think you're gonna see a big drop off i think there's a number of reasons one is it's just the time of the year i mean it's just post holidays you're gonna see a drop off not Mm -hmm. probably not this weekend because of New Year's being on a Friday, but um, you you will probably definitely see it next weekend. Um, I think there's also more closures. So from the holidays, you're getting more closures or extending of the closures, which if they could open up, might keep or maintain the gross is where it was at. And then, um, and then I just think that due to piracy and the streaming combined, because now there's perfect digital copies out there. That's the problem with day and date with streaming is that there's perfect digital copies, piracy skyrockets and it's a massive issue. And that's just going to eat into the bottom line. So they are going to lose. And the first Friday after new year's typically is where movies go to bomb. Like (laughs) there's a lot of history with that first Friday after the first Mm-hmm. where movies go to die yeah there's just nothing <laughs> yeah january is just tough as it is so um we'll see how wonder woman can maintain but i just think that it's got a lot working against it right now with the piracy angle do you think this is going to be a learning lesson um for the studios who are starting to do these day and date releases and they're going to slowly do it to where it's kind of like universal's release strategy of releasing for the most part so. three weeks exclusively to theaters and then go yeah i don't know on their streaming service or on I amazon or something that it'll settle out to being a three-week window i think yeah. they make too much in that first three weeks which is the bulk of what they gross nationally 
to give it up because there is a piracy and streaming issue. Yeah. Yeah. And with Warner Brothers having Judas and the Black Messiah upcoming, that's a hard sell. That is a it's hard a hard sell, sell right in now. theaters, but people do go to movies for reasons other than to be entertained, to be challenged, to be thoughtful. Mm-hmm. At home, you're usually not in that mode. No. You're trying to <laughs> put something on to be entertained, to escape you know, the laundry for... An Turn your brain half. off. You're, yeah. not, you're not like, I want to get right in the middle of conflict and emotional trauma. Yeah, I well, really want to... And again, I'm one of the crazy people that do, but the majority of those audiences <laughs> yeah. are going to think that way. Yeah, I, I feel like being... I like British baking. That's my escape. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like being challenged by, you know, civil rights and, and conflict in the middle <laughs> of my evening. That's... <laughs> it's, it looks like a great movie. And it's then just I'll go not, to bed. not one of these <laughs> home run streaming titles. Yeah. Hmm. No, so there'll be so so we'll have to see what happens, but I can I definitely think there's going to be a decline and you just you really don't know in the uncertainty about the um closures being extended. So if there's any pirates out there, yar. <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess um talking about Warner Brothers, they you know, they did announce their whole 2021 slate was going to go day and date streaming. We do know that there will be some titles like Judas and the Black Messiah for sure coming up. Tom and Jerry will be like that. But um, one of the bigger ones they had at the end of the year, Dune, which moved back to the end of the year, um, that I don't think is going to end up being day and date streaming. We'll have to see. There's a big fight with Legendary, which is the producer on that, um, over the release strategy. Because when you release them day and date, you know, the producers and, and actors and the creative talent do lose back-end compensation because they get that off the theatrical. And so there's not only that issue, but if you were going to shop it around and sell it, there's an open market value on it. And by just unilaterally going to day and date streaming, you are snubbing that market value. And so... So you can't just make a blanket statement regarding a film's release when the film encompasses thousands of individual contracts yeah. oh i mean you can <laughs> you can it just will get it just will backfire yeah. <laughs> it will backfire and you'll you'll get reprimanded behind yeah. the scenes i think legendary will probably win this mm-hmm. fight i mean just like everyone else they were blindsided by this announcement it was pretty much a blanket statement like what ken was saying and between dune and godzilla versus kong they supplied like 75 percent or 80 percent of the finances that went into developing these movies and they want compensation from theatrical releases because that's what they signed their contracts for in the first place or they want real open market value for for the film you know they want what somebody's willing to pay for it not just giving it all up for not in there to break even hbo max (laughs) accounts yeah but i mean hopefully legendary wins i Mm -hmm. think they actually can because clearly there was contracts made and Warner Bros. Right. probably can't back out of those contracts unless if they pay a ridiculous amount of money. But even still, I don't think they would want to do that. And But they could. I mean, They could. I, I just think, don't think they would want to. I don't think they'd want to, but you could and then get your release strategy the way you want it. Yeah. I'm just, I'm worried for Dune. I think it looks fantastic. It looks amazing. The special effects look amazing. I'm and so All excited. the characters are good, but it's just... <laughs> It's just a heavy sci-fi film in a time when audiences, I think, have drifted away from that sci-fi fantasy genre. Like, I don't know if Lord of the Rings would be as exciting today or as big. Well, it created 
the universe. It started yeah. the idea that these could be successful. Right. Like Lord of the Rings, historically, those films, TV series, animations were not successful. And this is the first time it was. And maybe Dune is the one that kicks it off in this sci-fi fantasy right. route. I'm not saying it's not a great property and then yep. it doesn't, it wasn't super well done. Like it looks fantastic. It's just my looking at it. I'm just concerned that it may not translate to audiences. It's, it's hard to start a new franchise right now. Mm-hmm. And we saw that with monster hunter yeah. <laughs> where they're trying to start off in that same vein where it's sci-fi fantasy. Yeah. Right. Monsters, you know, trying to make something happen. And it, you know, Sony took a swing and it missed in a big way. They're certainly gonna. I wouldn't say in a big way. It was definitely, but it definitely floundered a little bit. Yeah. Well, I, a little bit was... more than they mm-hmm. even thought for COVID standards. Exactly. I, I really wish it would have done more, yeah, more obvi- business. Mm. I, I hope it does a billion thought, dollars. This weekend. <laughs> I just wish for something that it. had been exclusive theatrical to have been stronger. Yeah. I mean, Wonder Woman did like three times the amount of business that that um monster hunter did and the places are released it but wonder woman was day and date and mm-hmm. monster hunter was exclusive and i just you want to reward the studio for giving you exclusive content but if that exclusive content doesn't work i you know i don't know what you there's what no you do. there's it, no good like choice it, yeah it's like they can use it against you saying well we lost money because we didn't allow streaming. Well, no, you lost money because the film just really wasn't that great. Yeah. No, it's winning a race and then ending up in second place at the finish line, <laughs> no matter how fast you run. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Hopefully they market this well to where it doesn't necessarily trick people, but it's enough that it looks exciting. Then people get mm-hmm. excited and then they end up getting what they want out of it. But uh, I think Warner Bros. is definitely going to try and make this a franchise. Like, if they lose oh, yeah. this, even if they lose this fight to Legendary, they're going to make sure this is promoted well because well, they want the franchises, they want more movies, more spin-off shows. Yeah. Legendary wants that, too. Oh, they sure. Yeah. In the world of Dune. Oh, no matter, mm-hmm. no matter what the movie is, if it does well, they're trying to figure out a way to make a sequel. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Still trying to write Joker 2. <laughs> <laughs> Don't remind me about that. <laughs> And, and they're dumb. not the only studio doing this. You know, MGM is looking at their IP and saying, what value do we have mm-hmm. in this? And for those of you that don't know, MGM has most of the Bond, um, James Bond film IP. So, hey, Well, they also have Creed. I mean, not the first yeah. movie, but they have the rest of them. <laughs> do they have anything Only else? the second one. The Rockies. They have a yeah. huge library of classics. Of classics, but... Yep. Right. But nothing that's, you know, nothing to write home about. Yeah. Nothing outstanding but in a world where content is king they have content they do and they are exploring selling that content to a streaming service or a tech company right now but they wanted billions of dollars and i'm not sure james bond is that billions of dollars i mean netflix said no to what was it the first initial deal that they were trying to strike yeah strike up i forget what the number is off the top of my head but they only gave them like the one number and MGM was like, no, we'll just wait. (laughs) So unless if it's a big number that they're willing to pay for, it might just be not happening, but it also depends on what the content is too, I suppose. You know, what's interesting is over the pandemic, I got zero requests for James Bond, like maybe one or two, but 
they were way out there. And then we, when um, Sean Connery passed away, we did play some James Bonds, and they didn't do any business. So mm, okay, I don't know. Looking back on that, and then granted, that's only our little circuit, and only a, during a crazy pandemic. But I'm not sure that there was the the value in the old James Bond, uh, you know, because. It was laid bare that there wasn't that value. Do you think people are only caring about... It's so old. It's, I mean, it's yeah. before it's our dated. time. It's, it's very dated. Yep. Do they only care about what, like, the most recent Bond movie was, but they don't think about past ones then? Yeah. I, I mean, they only care so. about, like, what Spectre was because it was the last one, and then before Spectre came out, they cared about what Skyfall was. It's it's just to right. the Daniel Craig universe right mm-hmm. now. There's, yeah. There's very little, if no, interest in, in the any of the other James Bonds, mm-hmm. including Pierce Brosnan, who was not yeah. that long ago. No. He was, <laughs> like, kind of the, I mean, I the James Bond I remember. I remember playing Goldeneye on yeah. N64. I think the last Pierce Brosnan was, like, oh five or oh six like it's 15 years ago yeah but we still talk about sean connery but you know it's not something people are revisiting no and especially not in a theatrical model not really i did watch the first um excuse me did watch the first two um daniel craig bond movies because i was i only started at like skyfall so when I watched the first two, I was pretty excited i was like i love skyfall i'm really excited for no time to die let's see how good these two movies are and they were fine like, right, I, they're just fine. Skyfall's really good. Yeah, but I was like, why am I excited for No Time to Die now? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Unfortunately, I, 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 I really do think it's a thing of people looking back on the most recent yeah. movie that had come out. It doesn't help that you saw Skyfall first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, for because sure. That was like Casino peak. Royale was a huge leap forward for James Bond. Yeah, in in yeah. that aspect, and then Quantum of Solace was a huge letdown. Mm-hmm. Because the bad guy was a pencil neck. <laughs> and then <laughs> Skyfall was so good. Yes. <laughs> it's like a roller coaster with these. <laughs> it's it's so true. Like, people think that's an exaggeration, but really it's like up, down, up, down, yeah. like mm-hmm. super fast. No, I just, I worry. I it This pandemic has kind of opened up the value to some of these classic titles because everybody always assumes that oh just because i enjoyed it at one point in my life other people will enjoy it Mm -hmm. and what we're finding is that i think the availability of them is so prevalent everywhere that they're just so devalued now there's just nothing there if you want it you can get it on your phone in 30 seconds so we are like we always say we're selling the experience and we're selling the exclusivity of that window Yep. Right now. I think it's still really important. So for MGM to try to sell their library, I'm not for, you know, four or five billion dollars or however much it was. It's just, I, I'm not sure. Now I know we're not quite liquid enough there. for the four or five billion, but do you think the lion is for sale? The line? Lion. The lion? What's that? From the promos, from the beginning of the films. Oh, the lion. The, lion. the oh. MGM lion. Do you think he's for sale? Think is that going to be discount? Is that going to be Netflix's logo instead of the Carol Bum? Baskin out there? So I'm, <laughs> I'm not going. I'm there. interested in having just a lion roar randomly during the podcast. I think it'd be great. We could write it off. <laughs> that money's hidden somewhere, right? Yeah. <laughs> There's treasure buried out back. Yeah. So. Well, we'll have to see next year. I'm getting really worried about this early part of 2021, not to 
put a downer on the next part of the year because I am very excited for it. Thanks, Cody. But um, I'm, I'm just looking at repertory product and being like, I can't book any of this anymore. Just no one's coming. Like not even free shows are doing any anything. Yeah, I mean, they work for you know events like one night only events come yeah. relive this classic for one night only but and if at you the have same nothing t- else to do and that was previous yeah. to this right. we have no idea we you know who knows if that's going to work but i'm looking forward. at the new the next you know quarter <laughs> going i might need something to fill screens because this other product's not going to last as long having been uh, also on streaming and I don't know what to put in there because Harry Potters aren't available. And not that you would play them again because you've already played them all summer. Lord of the Rings aren't available. Matrix movies aren't available. I'm sure there's a lot of stuff out there. But it's it's like what about it pulls people to the theater? And they're just I really feel like there's not a lot of options for that. Because I think people would rather go to the theater to see the new stuff. But they just really want to see new stuff. Yeah. I mean, which is funny because we live in a day and age where, you know, it's the reboots and the sequels that everybody wants to go to. But at the same time, they're also kind of an event to a degree. So um, without even those new slash old things mm-hmm. coming into play, it's like, why would I go to the theater to see this old title if it's not like a one night only event thing, if it's just going to be there day after day? Mm-hmm. And the pandemic also, you know, on top of that doesn't help things. I'm worried that as stuff starts falling off the screens, I won't have anything to replace it. And we may just have dark screens in the first part of this. Hey, don't get so down. We've got Liam Neeson in the the marksman. He's coming. He's January 15th. Guys, he's taking over the monster hunter screen. (laughs) He's coming for you. I got one screen lined up. (laughs) There we go. Yeah. (laughs) One screen done. Liam Neeson done. is done always, and done. Liam Neeson always is here to help. <laughs> he never fails. <laughs> I need like three or four more Liam Neeson movies. Then I mean, I'm sure they're out there. I'm sure they're already completed and they're on a shelf and they're just waiting, okay. waiting to see when they could release them. Technically, in the gray, he did fail. He did get eaten by wolves. <laughs> you don't okay, know that like, for sure. One out of the hundred. Yeah. <laughs> just don't show that one. <laughs> Just show all 20 Taken movies. It's fine. So, yeah, I I think going into 2021, we'll still have booking challenges for sure. And and we won't have that repertory there to boost us. Mm -hmm. We've exhausted that resource. So we're going to have to really get really creative outside the box and think of other things to to make sure that we have full screens going into that. Living showtimes, private screenings. Mm Mm-hmm getting people excited about this idea because the film companies are behind it. They want right. you to promote private screenings and whatever that number is that you can sell your screen for, for that showing, do it, get it sold, sell some concessions Yeah, and take it off your plate so you can worry about your other scheduling. But on a bright note, I am so excited for 2021. 2021 is going to be a new year and new opportunities and Oh, just new, new, new. It's going to be awesome. I'm so excited. So first off, we have rearranged our office a little bit here. And that's going to be really fun because I got a new office and Ken got a new office and Kyle got a new office buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so much for that new office I was hoping yeah. for. <laughs> One day, Kyle. You got to evict somebody and then you can get your new office, Kyle. All right. 
So 2021 is going to see that, and that's very exciting. I'm going to be doing a lot of office painting in the next couple of weeks, Ooh. projects. I thought they were, you know, just simple projects that Ken and I can handle. <laughs> Nothing major construction like last year. <laughs> Ken is shaking his head. Yep. <laughs> so with that because we rearranged the office space we freed up a new podcast studio space so yes which you can clearly see oh wait no oh, you wait, can't. Not, not yet, yet. no not we're yet. getting there so there's some painting and some setup stuff we still have to do in the podcast studio but we're gonna have a dedicated podcast studio now because this is so fun and we really needed it in the pandemic and yes. it's, it's a good tool it's it's not only good for people to get an insight into this kind of back-end niche part of our industry but it's also good for us to you know just talk about what's going on and figure things out and mm -hmm. we basically are just recording conversations we already have in the office yeah I yeah mean, and having beers beforehand or during we did have beers today, guys. Not before this, but for lunch. But before this. We had the right amount of time bit. to sober up. We did. We sobered. I had a cup of coffee. We're all good. You guys, no. You guys sobered up? <laughs> Rut row. Okay, maybe two out of three of us sobered up. Uh, no, it, it's going to be really exciting for 2021. Uh, hope, hopefully soon we're going to launch our YouTube channel as well. Yep. There's going to be all of our previous episodes up, and hopefully soon we'll finally include video so that way you can actually see who's uh talking through these right. mics that you're listening the brain trust the brain trust <laughs> see us in action the trio of excellence see ken in the corner doing his push-ups he or does sit-ups he does them during the podcast folks he doesn't <laughs> yeah. break a sweat <laughs> so we're yes gonna be, totes we're gonna be so excited about that we're gonna have um on our youtube page how-to videos and other just fun content on there mm -hmm. um you know, Kyle, do more movie reviews when we get to go back to the theater. Whenever that happens. Whenever that but happens. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so that back to my weekly regimen. Yeah. So um, we'll make more announcements regarding the YouTube page yes. coming soon. But we're super excited to utilize that tool. Yeah, um, and we just want to thank everyone for you know continu continuing to listen to this podcast, mm -hmm. continuing to use our website, and we just really hope that. With everything new that we're about to bring to 2021, this really helps uh, theaters out there and hopefully for a fresh new start for this industry uh, starting, oh, yeah. you know, tomorrow. Cause no, it's, a, it's because it's gonna of be the new year. really good listeners like you guys out there that we are able to grow this and do do more things and get more involved. So, yeah, that's been really awesome. And speaking of our website, Kyle. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I'm having an off day with the yeah, air horn. Come on. I, I might actually be replaced by Cody. She might actually do it now. I'm more enthusiastic about it right now. How dare you? I know. We just got to, you know what we'll do is we'll record you and then I'll just hit the button. And then hit the DJ because we'll have that DJ panel, yeah, right? Yeah, we do again. DJ Eric. Apparently now we really got to get DJ Eric in here. Or the lion. Okay, or the it's lion. It's definitely an option. Can he just be one of the sound effects on the DJ panel? No, I think we could put out like pedals and you he know, can push them to make the noises. <laughs> okay, that works. Pedals. Okay. Um, so yeah, we're getting a new website, new look coming next week. Next week. January 6th. We, when we come back to the next podcast, we will have launched Silver Screen Insider revamped. <laughs> new year, new look, new <laughs> website, new you. New features. <laughs> And we're really excited about that too. Like we've been trying to get this for a while and 
like I was saying earlier, we're just hoping that this was supposed to launch January 2020. Yes, <laughs> we were due to some setbacks. <laughs> due to some setbacks, we Eric, <laughs> amongst other things, <laughs> pandemic. We, uh, yeah, we were expecting this earlier last uh, in this last 20, year, 2020. But now we're getting it. First part of 2021. Yes. And again, it'll be fitting because we want a new year. We want to get rid of everything oh 2020. Hopefully yeah. this is going to help out uh, so many theaters in so many ways. Um, and we'll have the tools to provide for right. that. So um, just an overview of some of the changes you're going to see. We are updating our pricing model. So if you are a fan level subscriber that will now be a charged account so that will have a small cost but you'll still continue to have access and kind of a stripped down version too and if you're an insider and you're still struggling with the pandemic and you're like i love the some of the things on silver screen insider like the database and the graphics but i don't need everything else the fan level access gives you some of those basic services without the extra costs yep. so yep so the fan level um is 15 dollars a month now mm -hmm. um and then we made a slight update some slight updates and new looks on the scoreboard so that's going to be really really exciting scoreboard um, <laughs> we're just mostly with that we're just going to it'll be easier visually to see which films are going to have a premium vod release because that is not going away now and day and date streaming yeah so you can you know look and and just visually see on there what um, the release pattern type is we're also going to hopefully start tracking more locations and a per location average now so you can see you know how your location stacks up to the average in the nation so yeah we're trying to be a lot more data driven now mm -hmm. um we actually used to have that on the scoreboard we used to have the location average and then we kind of abandoned it um to clean up the the scoreboard and now i think it was a mistake so we're bringing it back hey learn from your mistakes yeah. and we know what to do now and then the biggest changes you're going to see are in the movie detail slip. So you go to the movie database, you select a movie, and the detail slip comes up, and we're going to have comp films. So with Wonder Woman 1984, the comp films I think we picked were the first Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and um, Captain Marvel. Mm -hmm. And they'll have what the opening weekend gross was and the overall cumulative gross. So you can get an idea hopefully during normal times and not a pandemic what um what the weekend should should be or where where the strength of the film pandemic lies. year counts cody i know it's it gonna does. be there it's always gonna be there <laughs> you'll see it in our data too it's not going away no, it's not. that's the one thing that is rough about launching after having launched after this 2021 year because your previous year comparative data is all nothing now it's just this low line of nothing it, it, it would have happened regardless well it's not just the previous year you know there's going to be a lull for everything yeah christopher nolan movie you're I know. gonna see all these massive grosses and then tenants are you be... gonna not comp tenant you know when you yeah, on exactly. his next film you're just gonna we Gal all Gadot gonna forget about next it film comes up what's yeah. that gonna look like versus wonder woman versus the original wonder woman right. mm -hmm. and when you're making decisions like should i put this in a plf screen or should i put this in two or three screens 
you know, the comp films really help give an idea of what the potential for an opening weekend is. And, um, mm-hmm. and so, yeah, it's going to be, you're going to always see 2020 lingering <laughs> throughout the site, <laughs> but that's okay. That's okay. Um, we're also going to start, uh, gathering critic scores because pre pandemic that was becoming really important. Um, you know, a, a bad rotten tomato score was actually starting to have an effect on opening weekend. And God, so some people take it as gospel. It's crazy in some markets <laughs> that <laughs> in some markets that was becoming, um, a real gauge of, um, film success, not across the board and not everywhere, but in, in certain markets, it was becoming really important. So we're going to start, analyzing and gathering those um just to have them handy you know so when you have to go back and you're like should i put this did it have an a cinema score did it have was it fresh from rotten tomatoes you just you'll have quick access to that um we're also instituting a monday newsletter right now we only just have the one thursday newsletter but i think that you know first thing monday to start your week having the box office numbers and the critic scores and stuff right there for you will be a real treat and just really help you start your week off right so we're gonna add that um what else lots of other little updates and changes and a new pretty pretty look yeah looks awesome it's much more user friendly yep uh front page is very uh good at signifying whether or not you were logged in, <laughs> yeah. which is awesome. That was one of the biggest criticisms that we had of the site is that you, you, the site didn't change if you were not logged in. So if you weren't logged in, sometimes you only knew you weren't, you realized you weren't logged in cause you couldn't download a scoreboard or you couldn't access certain yeah. things. And that was, was frustrating. So we, we've, will be updating it. So there is a homepage and definitely a different look once you logged in. So you will definitely know. Yeah. And, and on that, we're calling that the dashboard. So your logged in page will be your dashboard page. And on that, you'll have your my account. So you can now finally see your billing history and up at, add, edit, and update your billing. See what the next invoice is going to be. And you can pay your invoice right there on the site. So yep. um, you don't have to do a phone call or a credit card over the phone or send a check. You can just You can just do it right there. Yep, so. a lot easier to find than it was. It was pretty hidden. It was so hidden. We before. realize that now. <laughs> Very convoluted. So. Yeah, hard to navigate through, but hopefully these new changes are going to be a lot easier mm-hmm. for you guys to uh, deal with payments, especially, you know, with this COVID year. It's already so tough going right. and dealing with so much and money issues. You'll be able to, you know, if you if like I said earlier, if you're ha- if you're struggling and you want to keep maintain the service but don't want to pay for all the extras, you can you can downgrade your service to um, a fan level and save some money. And then when things get better, upgrade it back up to Insider. Yep. So um, the, it gives you a lot of leeway and um, ability to control what, what you do. You can change your service from if you pay once a year, you can go down to monthly too and just keep it kind of going as you can afford it. So there, we just offer a lot more options for you. More accessible, more accurate, more awesome. More awesome. <laughs> yes. And, you know, we're trying to take into account changes in the industry. I, I think we, it's been pretty serendipitous that we had been planning on making these changes. And then during the process, because it got postponed because of COVID, we realized now that our industry has completely changed. We've added things like release pattern type, and then we're going to start tracking when something is a wide release or has a 
or exclusive theatrical, if it has wide with a little bit of a window before VOD, if it's direct day and date streaming, or if it's stream only, you know, like Coming to America came out as a theatrical film and now it's going to go only streaming. So, I mean, we're going to try to track all of that because it is confusing anymore. And sometimes that little bit of window may make the difference in whether you choose to book something or not or how much you choose to promote it. Mm -hmm. So... It's good. It's really important that you know what the release pattern is on that. Yeah, I mean, it's already so hard from other websites um, to maintain not only, you know, their the current release dates, but also no one really has a clue on you know how these movies are being released, whether it's it's streaming or just like a normal wide release. So uh, we're really proud of ourselves in knowing like the release dates that we have are the most current, the most accurate, and we know on top of that what types of releases that they're going to be. It's going to be really beneficial mm-hmm. for theaters, unlike, you know, the other guys on the internet. Yeah. Those mega, mega databases that just mostly care about what actors and what movie and nothing else. Yeah. Not going to name any names. No, it's an Amazon company now. We can't talk about it. <laughs> so Alexa, no. <laughs> <laughs> just deletes everything. <laughs> So yeah, new year, new offices, new podcast studio, new YouTube page, new look, baby. It's all I'm coming so together. Excited. We love it. Yeah. New year, new SSI. So does SSI have any New Year's resolutions? Obviously to get the site launched, relaunched next week. So that'll be right there. Yeah. Um, wanna... SSI should probably uh, check out Cinderfella. I would think. <laughs> I don't believe SSI needs to do that. I believe Cody <laughs> might need to do that. I, maybe. That's my New Year's resolution is that Cody watches it. <laughs> Does that count? <laughs> no. Taper to her chair and hold her eyeballs open. I think open. <laughs> I'm going to be so busy with the new stuff going on. Isn't that what you have me for? <laughs> I mean, Kyle and I are going to be so busy <laughs> with all the new launching and promotion. I don't Who even, has time? I don't even Who know if people remember why we're mentioning Cinderella every yeah. week. We quietly <laughs> let that die. Have like we the quietly pandemic. let it die? I think that was a 2021 um, mm. thing and not a 2021 thing. Classic. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. I vote. Let it live. No. <laughs> I don't want to be tortured anymore with old movies. It's not torture. It's education. (laughs) I don't feel educated. (laughs) I don't feel like I make any better booking decisions because I saw Cinderella or did it. I just feel mad. I do. I just am frustrated. (laughs) This was supposed to be fun, guys. It was fun. I'm not having fun anymore. It was kind of fun. I mean, it is nice to say, well, I've seen... 20 of the top 100 i'm gonna take my projector and go home <laughs> Sandra fella isn't even on the afi list i know we, it's not on any list we started getting away from that because that was just getting bad and then i was I realized i just don't like old movies <laughs> it's terrible oh boy old movies to me are like indiana jones the classics yeah fair enough i mean that's as old as it's i want to get the list it's one of the ones you saw i did see it pretended I, yeah. you saw beforehand. i've seen it stop it <laughs> one day folks one day she'll watch it we can move on with this cody's classic corner game no. oh my gosh if i watch cinderfella can we just drop the classic corner thing we shall see nope okay. that's pretty promising more so than usual nope 
You had a moment, Ken. Never. Never. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do I have to get us Trench out of here warfare. now? <laughs> is there anything else we need to mention about the awesome new website? It is happening next week. Oh, um, when we do launch on the 6th, the website may be down for an hour or two as we go over to the new live version of the, of the updated revamp. So I am, um, I don't think it'll be an issue on midweek. So that we definitely didn't do a Monday or a Friday for yeah. that reason. If for some reason you can't get in, mm-hmm. you can check back a couple hours later and we should be yep. up and rolling. Yeah, all your login credentials should work. So we're not changing anything there. It'll be the same username, the same passwords. We're not updating anything like that. So you, you just will get a whole new look. Yeah. Yeah, I think we covered it then. So my login will still be awesome, Ken? If that's yeah. what it was. Okay, sweet. <laughs> that's what it was. Is that your nickname it's on the actually, site? The login is awesome, Ken. My nickname is Ken Awesome. Ken Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Don't want to get confused. Yeah. It's a little, a little tricky. <laughs> All right. We'll take it away, Kyle, for the last time in 2020. Thank God. <laughs> uh, but really... <laughs> Uh, but, but really, everyone, thank you for listening to the Off the Break podcast. Uh, you can find us on all podcast platforms and over at silverscreeninsider.com. January 6th, new website, new look. Podcasts will still be there, though. Locking credentials are still going to be the same. Uh, we're really excited for all this new stuff that we're going to bring, and we're going to make sure that we're going to keep this podcast going with some new features to it, too. So mm-hmm. uh, thank you very much, and let's make 2021 a lot better than this year. Do your crunches, people. We're going to get ready. (laughs) Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Bye.